the audio is there, just the picture is not. Like you, you're gone half the all time. Right. It has you smaller now. It's all perfect, all jacked up, but it sounds all right. So we're gonna roll with it. All right, I'm not worried about the video. That's for sure. Uh, just try not to open up anything, I guess. But uh, this is the Black Flag Playbook, like I mentioned. Um, we're uh, we're coming off of a, a struggle of a week, to say the least. Um, Mason and I, I think, got skunked on the whole weekend, and Reagan only hit with Sam Mayer in the top three, which took out my driver to uh, to win the race, who absolutely dominated. So just a bad weekend all around. And uh, not to mention that uh, I did I did say before um, b- before I actually made my picks that I was going to go with Sheldon Creed for a top three, which ended up hitting. So that would have broken this, the uh, the streak of uh, Sheldon Creed absolutely fucking me. And uh, unfortunately, that streak lasts uh, into another day. Um but uh, yeah, so that's all in the rear view. Like I mentioned uh, you can't you can't do much worse than nothing at all. So uh, Mason and I are just going to uh, try to uh, try to hit for this weekend, which uh, you know nothing helps helps you get back on track more than a plate race where you kind of have no idea what's going on. So um, the uh, I, I know that the the Xfinity series is going to kick us off on Friday night, and then it's going to be the uh, NASCAR Cup series on Saturday, and the trucks are actually at uh, Milwaukee for the first time in a very long time on Sunday. Um, so we. We don't have um, we don't have the notes that uh, that Mason had uh, had prepared for us as a, he he boarded a jet and uh, the notes let's just say are definitely the least of the concern when you're getting on a jet um, so we we do have the Mason's metric and we do have some uh, some recency stats but uh, Mason do you, do you have the uh, the Xfinity series uh, loop or uh, Mason's metric sorry uh, handy for uh, for this weekend. You want to start with Xfinity or truck? Well, the Xfinity series races on Friday and the trucks are on Sunday for some reason. So I figured we just go right in order like that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, on the metric for the, I'm trying to read this metric for the Xfinity, we're going to lead off with uh, our pal Cole Custer at 11.67, Austin Hill at 11.8, Chandler Smith at 11.9, your pal Parker Clitterman at a 12.27. John Hunter Nemechek at a 13.73. Jeb Burton, surprisingly, but he's good at a plate. He's at a 13.7. Brandon Jones with a 14.7. Justin Allgaier, 14.23. Sam Mayer, 14.9. And Josh Berry at a 16.93. And we know how good those JRMS Affinity drivers work on the plate track together. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely should have picked up the win the last time out at Daytona. I do have last year's uh, stats at this race, which is what we're going to go off of because uh, I know the track is a little bit different when it comes to uh, uh, an August race than a obviously a February race. So uh, last year, Jeremy Clements picked up the win over Timmy Hill. Uh, bizarre. AJ Allmendinger, Brandon Brown, Sage Karam, Ryan Vargas, uh, Ty Gibbs, Alex LeBay, JJ Yaley, and Kyle Sieg all rounded out the top 10 with a very notable mention of Jesse Awuji uh, in 11th. So, um, you know, throughout that race, obviously, uh, you know, the, the average running position is, is fairly important at a, uh, at a plate style racetrack. Cause that's where you're going to really hit on a guy to either win, um, you know, a guy that's been in the top five all day. Um, so average running position, uh, Noah Gregson was, uh, the best at that with a five, um, Ty Gibbs had a seven, AJ Allmendinger, a 10, Justin Allgaier, an 11, Austin Hill, Riley Herbst and Landing Castle all had a 12. Um, and, I mean, fastest laps, I guess, doesn't necessarily matter at a plate track. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, just going off that, I think that uh, it, it's pretty clear to all of us that uh, Austin Hill 
is uh, going to be the, the favorite and a, a guy that we should definitely be keeping an eye on. But uh, unfortunately, I don't have any odds pulled up because uh, I am using my hotspot in this hot fucking box that I am currently in. Um, and uh, I don't have access to that. So, boys, you got any uh, you got any odds that are at the tip of your uh, tip of your fingers for the Xfinity series? So it's Austin Hill by a mile at plus 350 over Justin Haley to plus 1,000. Um, an interesting trend is the last three July races, August races, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, August. For the Xfinity at Daytona have been won by a guy with the name starting in J with two Justin Haley's and a Jeremy Clements. Um, did that bode well for Justin Allgaier at a plus 1,200? Justin Haley at a plus 1,000? Barry, Nemechek, or even a Jeb Burton at plus 2,200? Maybe. Um, the question is, who's going to be doing what with the playoff push right now? I, I definitely think Austin Hill is, uh, like, he passes the eye test, but is he too – is he a trap at this point is the question. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would consider him a trap. Uh, but I think I think you gotta you gotta look at the college cars anytime you're at a plate style track like Daytona. Obviously, um, you know you mentioning that Justin Haley was in the field. Um, that that means that uh, you know they're gonna have just that extra you know all star kind of caliber uh, plate racer because that's pretty much all he was really good at when it comes to the Xfinity series. Um, and I think that 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 bodes well for a guy like Daniel Hemrick. Um, you know, a guy that you know I, I had in the the. Uh, I believe it was the spring race where he ended up uh, in the catch fence. Um, felt pretty good about it. Those college cars work better than anyone. Um, and, and I think it's 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 more so in the Xfinity series in the cup that you you see guys working just with their teams. Um, and if it wasn't for a push by uh, by Justin Haley to uh, Daniel Hemrick, I don't remember where, where it was Atlanta, maybe, um, you know, it would have been it would have been Daniel Hemrick in victory lane. So. Um, Austin Hill, I think, would definitely be a clear favorite, but uh, you know, a guy that hasn't won this year, I think, is uh, someone that I'm going to be eyeing. Um, and uh, I'm not not necessarily sure who. Reagan, do you got any uh, got any picks for the weekend so far? So we're going back to the plate track. I'm going back to my original mentality when I was at Day or when they went to Daytona to start off the year. I'm just going for all winners here this weekend. I'm trying to make up some odds in the or make up some money in the point standings overall for the year between us. And uh, it's just so hard to predict who's going to finish in the top three or top five at a plate track like this. So I think value wise or odds wise, I'm just going to take all winners for all the divisions this weekend. Even just the truck race, they only have the winner odds out right now. So I'm going to take Josh Berry to win at plus 1200 to start off. That's the well. Um, yeah, I'm, with, I'm trying to think about it. I'm trying to look at the, the, the point standings. I kind of want to say, like, I don't know, the, the old NASCAR fan of me wants to see the yellow and black 22 in victory lane again. Do I like betting on Jeb Burton? Not really, but again, again betting on guys, track, betting on guys I don't like has, has worked lately. Yeah, I'll lead off with that. Jeb Burton plus, plus 2,200 to win. I don't know. I just feel I feel I feel some type of way about it. Now I know you don't have the odds, Brad, but is there anything that or anybody you're interested in that I can read them we'll off say, to you? Yeah, we can we can read your odds. Yeah, I, I, you know, it. I, I don't want to do it again um, for for a winner, but I, I think that the I think the Chevy camp and the teams. I think that those guys are just uh, dominant when it comes to the Xfinity series. Um, 
you know, Justin Allgaier seems like he's always in contention and then something happens. Um, I like the Barry pick for sure. Uh, but I think that, uh, you know, for, for a winner, um, you know, a guy that he, he threw a dumb block and got himself wrecked, but should have won the race at Daytona at the, in the spring. Um, and I, I think that, you know, he's going to be hungry. I think all those college cars, they may end up helping him out. Who knows? Obviously, Justin Haley's not going to be uh, returning to college next year, but uh, I'll just go with a Daniel Hemrick to win. Um, you know, I, a guy that's always there on the plate tracks, he never seems to finish him, which is fantastic for me. But, uh, you know, he, he should have won in the spring, and I'll take him here in the fall uh, with his back against the wall. I guess he's probably in on points, but uh, I have no idea at this point. Emmerich is going to be plus 1,500 for you. The one, the one I'd really love to see in his return to the seat, and he's going to have teammates, this is the reason that Jeb's in the 22. I'd like to see a Jordan Anderson win. Is it going to happen? Eh, it's a stretch, but you know, he's definitely going to be leading the the push for his team. And given that, I think I'm going to stick with the Jordan Anderson team. But I'm going to take the Parker Retzlaff top three at plus 1,200. I don't know. I feel, he finished top five there in the in the spring. I think I think this could be a good weekend for Parker to help push himself up there towards the uh, towards the chase. I'm looking deeper down for my next pick. I've taken him a couple times this year. He's normally pretty good when it comes to the plate races. I'm going to take Brett Moffitt at plus 3,000 to win as my second. Again, I, I, I like it. I think that, uh, you know, Moffitt's a real sneaky pick. Um, a, a guy that, uh, a guy that uh, is, well, never really a sneaky pick, always has a chance to win, had a massive, massive, massive wean step last week to, uh, you know, he should have been getting his, his first win in the series. He obviously didn't. A guy that's good on plate tracks, teammates to Austin Hill, if those two can get together, start working together. Sheldon Creed, good on a plate track. He fucked me. You know, I, I fucked myself. All right, last week, should have picked him, had him on the slip, said, no, I'm taking two top fives because I want Max on my slip. Turned out to be one of the worst decisions I've ever made because Creed finally hit something, and uh, I wouldn't have gone wouldn't have gone over last weekend. So give me give me Sheldon Creed for a top three. I have no idea the odds, but uh, I feel good about it. Sheldon Creed for a top three is going to run you at plus three forty. I like it. Mason, do you have a third? Oh, uh, I'm debating about it. You know, we had a lot of near misses last week. I had all three of my pits in the Xfinity race in the top five there at the end before everyone went bowling and Josh got wrecked by a non-clean racetrack. Uh, but let's see. My third pitch, Daytona's just chaos. Um... I think I'm going to do a top forward pick. Kind of mix it up a little bit here. And I'll agree with, uh, I'll ride with with Reggie here and I'll go with a Brett Moffitt uh, top forward at plus 500. I like it. I'm my So I'm taking a third one. I'm kind of going for a long shot here. These races always play out to be a... Kind of a shit show come the end of them. 
people you don't expect to be in the front end up in the front somehow, some way. And I'm going to take Jeremy Clements at plus 6,000 to win as my third. Hopefully he's got that cheated up motor he had last year. Three winner picks. I don't really know. Plate races kind of suck. So I figured if I'm going to try to get some odds out of anything, I'm just going to take all winners here. Hopefully I'll hit one of them. Covers me for all my whole weekend and then some. So Jeremy Clements plus 6,000. I'm going to go with a completely different strategy and one that you probably shouldn't take, but hey, you know, fuck it. Um, We ball sometimes. Uh, I'm taking all guys that have never won a race before in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Uh, Obviously, well, Daniel Hemrick, sorry, has won one, Um, but my my third and my fifth. But I need I need to know the odds. If you got their top five odds anywhere for the Xfinity Series. Yep. What do you want? Riley Herbst, right? Herbst, Kligerman, <laughs> and actually, yeah, just give me those two. What are uh, the Parker Kligerman for a top five is plus 190, and Riley Herbst is plus 400 for a top five. Okay, yeah, give me give me Herbst every fucking week, every single week. Just give me Herbst until it finally hits. Uh, no, I mean, that's not good for Mason's top forward, but uh, it's never been good for Riley Herbst in his career. So, uh, yeah, fuck it. It's easier for me when I make the uh, the. They graphic. could still both hit. I know, I know. If uh, yeah, maybe maybe Herbst will push Moffitt to the win, but I'm all right with that. Yeah. Yeah, we can ride with that. All right, moving on to the truck series. Yeah, we, we don't do a truck. Yeah, we we can we can do trucks. Um, yeah, I mean, is that not the right order? No, the trucks for some reason race on Sunday. Um, I'm not really sure why that's the case, oh. but uh, I was kind of surprised by. It. I thought they might race tomorrow night because which there's nothing half cool, but but uh, yeah, there's good. nothing else to do in the great state of Wisconsin on a Sunday. Right. Yeah, we can we can just move on to uh, the trucks. So the um. The, the the trucks are uh are, are Milwaukee miling ending in for uh the first time in quite some time. Um I don't know, Mason, I think you, you said the uh, the date or the, the at least year that they last ran it. I think it was two thousand nine, won by the great Ron Hornaday. Yeah, so so the, the the trucks being at Milwaukee, kind of a, a wild card, uh, you know, a track that uh, is kind of like uh, I guess maybe Nashville, maybe Gateway. Um, I'm not even 100 percent sure, but I, I'm sure that uh, did you did you whip up some uh, some stats on the the Masons metric? Yeah, and we used uh, we, I used Gateway as the benchmark instead of the last year um, category. So I figured mile and a quarter, somewhat flatter in the corners, probably more comparable than a Nashville. Um, but Hosevar coming in on top at a 4.07. Uh, and then you got Etches, uh, Raiden's boy, at a 5.07. Infinger at a 6.97, which he's racing for his life now. Uh, Corey Hines, 7.57. Matt DiBenedetto with a 9 flat. Nick Sanchez with a 11.3. Chase Purdy at 11.63. Ty Majeski coming in surprisingly low, but I think that was affected by his finish at Gateway. Uh, with a 12.17, and then Jake Garcia, 12.83, and Ben Rhodes at the same, 12.83. Um, so, yeah, the only guy with any 
Milwaukee experience in the field didn't even crack the top ten, top ten in the metric because of his finishing gateway as well. Only the twenty fifth, but it's Matt Grafton. He's he's washed. You know his top ten at uh, IRP last week. I think it was kind of an aberration. Majesty's already locked in the next round. I think it's time. I think it's I think it's about time time again. And with him having the same metric store as my area code, that is who I'm going to back to win. And I think I forget where I had him on the barstool. He is a plus four twenty five. Do Do you have yep. Do you have the odds there handy? Do you have like the top five in odds for the winners? Yeah, I have yeah. all of them right in front of me. Go ahead, Reggie. Uh, well, with that being said, and you going through all the metric and ranked in the number two spot, you said it, my boy. I'm taking Christian Eckes to win at plus a thousand on Caesars. I think Ray Charles saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's it's probably saw, predictable, everyone saw, but everyone saw my herps and everyone saw your. Uh, you're, you're Christian Eckes, but uh, unfortunately, your guys won a whole hell of a lot more than my guy has. So, um, give you the top five, uh, Brad. It's Ty Majeski at a plus 210, Corey Heim at 425, Hosevar at 500, Zane Smith at 500, and then Eckes at plus 750. Or a thousand on Caesars. Caesars has some higher odds, too. Uh, it, is also, a, it is a steep fallout can, once you get out of the top yeah. seven. Also, cannot forget about a couple of Brad's favorites here. You got Grant Enfinger at plus eight fifty, Ben Rhodes at plus sixteen hundred, or Derek Krause making his return to the trucks at plus sixteen hundred as well. Not that I would ever pick Derek Krause to win a race, but I just had to toss that out there. Yeah, yeah, you and you and me both. I'm I'm out. Um, <laughs> man, that that's uh, <clears throat> what is? Are you on Caesars right now? What does Majeski look like over there? Plus two forty. So Caesar's uh, a touch better. Yeah, Man. for some they drop for others. Like Heim's a little bit more on Barstool. Uh, Hosevar, you lose five hundred when you go to Caesars. You get more value out of Barstool. Oh, reload your Caesars. They got top three and top five now. So, so uh, what I'm what I'm thinking about when you go into the Milwaukee Mile is not only just who has um, you know truck starts. I don't have the ARCA stats handy, but I know that you know super late models go there, and I would have to imagine that Carson Osavar, Ty Majeski have the most experience at that actual racetrack, um, being that they're local, um, and they obviously race pretty much anything that they can get behind. So, um, y- you know, I'll. Uh, Man, I, I it plus two forty. I mean, if you want super late model experience in Milwaukee, Sean Hidden around, he's got some. Uh, he's got experience getting parked there. Yeah, I'm all set. Yeah, you're gonna have to. I mean, the odds on Hosevar being that much of a stretch, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Ty Majeski as my winner. I will say that I will be taking Carson Hosevar as my top three. And um, I'll just pretty much leave it at that. I'm not going to even stretch it to a five. I don't know what Hosevar looks like as a top three. I'm sure it's not a lot. Plus 100, be, even uh, money. That's that's fine. You know, just as long as that hits or, or Majeski wins, I don't care. I'm going heavy. I'm going favorites. And uh, I feel good about those two. I do I do really like the Heim pick. Um, but at, at the point at the, you know, what, with what time Majeski's done the last two weeks, really, and uh, the fact that he has probably the most experience at this racetrack, I got to just go with him. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was just sitting here surprised at how many people are behind Matt Mills in the odds. Um, is he back in the KBM truck again this weekend, or did I miss something? He is. He is. He's in the 51. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's in the 51. Hidden Rami's in the 61. So Wallace is back in the one. Uh, who else is a part-timer this weekend? He had Greg Van Alst in a Tyler Young truck for some reason. Bailey Curry's back in the 41. I'm done with all these back markers. I'm going to take Zane Smith for a top three at plus 125. Pretty similar to Brad's bet, just going with a favorite. And I'm also going to take one of my favorite bets that I've had all year in the truck series. It's worked for me quite a few times already. Nick Sanchez for a top five at plus 400. Well, if you're going to do that, I will do something similar. I go in finger for a top three at plus 250 because I think he, like I said, he's racing for his life. GMS just announced their closing um, at the end of the season. You know, Dye's already got a ride, you know, because money. And I'm sure people are already shopping for Raja. The question is who wants a veteran in, in, in finger, which I think should be a lot of people. Uh, and then top five. Man, it's, it's such a weird cliff here. But I think I'm going to go with a guy I just mentioned in the one truck, a William Sawalich, top five at plus 350. I love that pick. If I was going with a top five, I would go with it. But uh, I am not. I am just only risking 200 doll hairs, uh, allegedly, on the trucks and uh, – if my top three hits, I just cover my bets. If Majeski wins, I, I feel a little bit better about the weekend. So I'll just go Majeski to win in the host of our top three. And uh, now we uh, we kind of go we, – we obviously went in a little bit of a different order, but uh, we're back at Daytona. The Cup Series is in town as well. Um, the final race before the chase, that's what everyone's talking about, and everyone is talking about chase. Um, I mean, I'm sure I haven't seen the odds, like I mentioned, and uh, my hotspot probably won't allow me to load them. But uh, I'm sure that Chase has to be the favorite or uh, a top three favorite, at least. So can't imagine that you're getting good value on him this weekend. Uh, Dennis he- is the favorite. Yep. Denny Hamlin is going to be plus 1,000. Chase Elliott plus 1,100. Brad Keselowski plus 1,200. Joey Logano plus 1,200. Ryan Blaney plus 1,200. Kyle Busch plus 1,400, and Chris Buescher plus 1,500. That's about the top six or seven. When it when it comes to the metric, and I'm just going to read the names in order because my picture you know, on my phone, on my laptop does not read. I, I read it like I'm Stephen Hawking here. Um, top 10 on the metric, 1 to 10. We got Truett, Blaney, Reddick, Hamlin, Cindric Gibbs, Chris Buescher, Bubba Wallace, Logano, and Bell rounding out your top 10. Uh, the question is, who's going to push who? You know, where does a guy like Josh Perry's allegiance is live? You know, is he going to push Air Jones to the win? Is he going to push Chase to the win? Is he going to push one of the Stuart Hostars to, you know, make his future employer happy? A lot of things could happen there. Same with Denny. Same with, um, Really, anybody that's either already locked in or part-timer. 
Yeah, so uh, I do have some of the loop data pulled up before I stop trying to uh, pull anything else up on my laptop and fucked up this whole feed. Uh, last year in this race, allegedly, uh, Austin Dillon picked up the win over Tyler Reddick, Austin Sindrick, Landon Castle, Noah Gregson, Cody Ware, Beach McLeod, Martin Truex Jr., David Reagan, and Kyle Busch. Um, so I'm not sure what the fuck happened there, but I'm going to go back and watch a little bit of the highlights because I'm sure it was... Mighty fucking interesting. Um, seeing if I can't pull up the uh, the average running position throughout the race. Obviously, uh, like I mentioned, that does matter. Typically, you're not going to have those guys that just charge from the back. Um, you know, that that's something that uh, has kind of gone by the wayside. Unfortunately, you kind of got to just ride up front. And you can't really can't really just lay back like you used to. Uh, so Joey Logano is going to come in with the best average running position of an eight. Uh, Alex Bowman and Denny Hamlin had an average running position of 11. Tyler Reddick and Eric Jones, a 12. Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Harrison Burton, Chase Elliott, a 13. Bubba Wallace and Ricky Stenhouse Jr., both a 14. Um, so, yeah, going into uh, going into the last cup race before the playoffs, uh, a lot of different strategies, obviously, you got to take into account. Um, you know, Chase has to win. Um you know, there's plenty of guys that need to win. Actually, I mean, even if Eric Jones goes out there and picks up a win, he's in the playoffs. That knocks uh, that knocks Bubba out of the playoffs. How aggressive does Bubba be? Assuming that they don't get a new winner, you know, I, I can't imagine that Bubba's going to go out there and, um, you know, just race the piss out of his car and wreck the thing early. Because if he does, he's not even going to get in on points. So, um, you know, I don't know. Do, do you guys feel strongly about anyone so far? Um, I have my pick written down already. I know who I wanted from earlier in the day. Um, this guy normally ends up running up front in these races. Um, I'm gonna take the six car, Brad Kozlowski, to win. His spotter has a few wins there with Junior, everybody else that he's ever spotted for. I guess I don't know. Claims he's a good. Super speedway spotter. Always went good with Joey Logano. So I'm going to take Brad Keselowski plus 1,200. Not the greatest odds considering he's the third favorite based off the odds, but always in yeah, the front, I feel like. so. I didn't really get that. When I first pulled up the odds this morning, I think it was, he was the the odds favorite. And it's, I mean, Brad's – I don't want to sound like I'm saying Brad's bad. And, and, and TJ – Knows a thing or two about that track. It's hard to overlook a guy like Chase because you know the 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 fits could be in. He could have the big carburetor, you know, all that good stuff. The extra large shelf on the rear quarter panels. But I'm kind of going to look a little further down the list for you know someone that's looking for a chase push, someone that is going to be a team effort. Um, and someone that's ran good at Daytona before, but give me an Eric Almarola win at plus 2,000 for my hometown of Smithfield. Man, I I, I don't know. I, I So the, what I'm thinking of, it's I feel like this is how the race is going to play out, obviously. You know, you're going to have guys that are in need of – I mean, I guess there's no there's no one really in need of stage points per se. I mean, Bubba Wallace needs to run up front early in the race, but then at that point, 
you almost got to just, you know, let whatever happens happens. But that being said, he's one of the best plate guys out there. Um, you know, I think that it's going to be a fine line between the guys that are already locked into the playoffs and the guys that have absolutely no shot of pointing their way in that are actually good at a place like Daytona that are just going to fucking drive the piss out of the thing. Um, and, you know, when I think about that, I think of, you know, a guy like like Eric Jones. Now, am I going to take Eric Jones to win the race? Probably not. Um, and I man, I just I feel like if I'm NASCAR and you're sitting there and, you know, you already had Chase out of the car earlier in the year and your ratings were super low, um, you know, Chase is a good plate racer. I, I, I got to run it back again. I mean, he absolutely stepped on his fucking cock last week. But, I mean, not to say that he's due. He hasn't been good at all this year. But you got to think with, you know, Hendrick being probably the dominant team so far this year. I think that, uh, you know, Chase is going to be a player, whether he wins the race. I don't know. But I think he's going to have his obviously as good a shot as anyone. So give me give me Chase to win. And, um, man, I, I I feel really good about Brad Kozlowski being locked in. He's one of those guys that's, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, the pressure's kind of off. You can go to Daytona, and if you win the race, you get that playoff, those playoff points. And, and uh, you know, it's something that he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been able to do since he came over to the, the RFK cars. I think he's going to be really strong. Will he win? No idea. But Kozlowski, top three, that's one of my uh, fade Reagan bets that used to hit early on in the season. You got to go back to the well. Uh, sticking with my Daytona all wins. I'm going to take another guy who I had earlier in the year at the Daytona 500. Not the guy who won, but a guy who ran up front in that race and always runs up front when it comes to plate races. I'm going to take Bubba Wallace at plus 1,700. Man, I love I love a Bubba at a plate race. I feel like that's a known thing. That's something that I've I've done over and over again. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to uh, to watching it, and I I hope that Bubba goes out there and wins the race. Um, I I feel good about it. He's he's really good there, and I love when Bubba wins because it makes all the racists angry, and uh, you can't get much better on social media than that. Oh. You got anything, Mason? I got, I got a few of them right now. Just trying to get ahead of the curve here. Um, I'm going to fade for the top three because I, I see it playing out like this. They're coming out of turn two. Chase is in the lead. Everybody's going crazy. Dawsonville's getting primed with the, the, the fucking horn or whatever the dumb thing they do down there at the pool hall is. They all they all think Jesus is, is coming back to earth. And then as they file into turn three, either his drafting partner did steps it Whoever's running, trying to pass him, just right rear hooks him. Or a Stuart Haas train passes him. You know, maybe maybe he's sitting there with the 43 behind him, the 42 behind him. He's like, oh, I'm good. And then the 42 pulls out and pushes the 10 to the win. You know, get him a little nice little signing bonus for next season. I don't know. But give me an Elliott top three to disappoint all the peoples on the Twitter at plus 350. And then in that I vein... A Barry top 10 at plus 200. I feel like the Chase Elliott top three is probably the worst odds bet of the weekend. Like, no, the Austin Hill. Austin Hill. Well, Austin Hill, Austin Hill being at that to win the race is pretty bad. But the fact that it's a plate race and that they the only reason Chase Elliott is that low of an odds or that much of a favorite is just because everybody wants to see him make it into the playoffs. And that's why I think he'll finish second or third. 
There's no reason why Chase Elliott should be nearly a favorite in this race. I don't think I've ever seen Chase Elliott do anything when it comes to a plate race. He won Talladega a couple times, I think. Oh, all right. Listen, and maybe and Atlanta's Atlanta's a plate threat now. Yeah, Atlanta's. A, uh, uh, it's a plate threat now. It's kind of a plate track, but I don't know. I just don't. Personally, I just don't think Chase Elliott's going to make it in the playoffs. Well, yeah, he's got to win and get in. It's it, the odds are certainly stacked against him, but we've seen we've seen the uh, you know, little restrictor. NASCAR has been rigged a time or two at plate just races. No so. restrictor plates whatsoever no. given to a car in the past. So, yeah, I mean, if if they're going to get their odds boosted for the playoffs, the good, they don't want their golden boy in there. The good throttle body, Daryl Walters, nitrous cage, all that good stuff. Um, in, the, in that vein, I'll take a safety a safety net. I'm around it at 10 picks total. A Chevrolet to win at plus 145. They're not even I the like, favorite. Ford's the favorite, but give me a Chevy. I would say I like the Fords. I feel like the Fords always draft well when it comes to these tracks. They always hook up, whether it's the Penske cars, the RFK cars working with them as well. I just feel like the Fords always make their way to the front and work together a lot better than the Chevys do. Um, with that being said, my third pick, final pick for my winners, only winners for this weekend. No podiums this week. Shout out only podiums. But um, he's he's picking Derek Luchaki to win the ACT four race. I am gonna take Kevin Harvick to win at plus three thousand. Oh, would be a like I like the car. The car is good enough, but is Harvick is Harvick scared of plate racing now? Is the question. I don't think so. Is he driving with white gloves on, like just trying to get to retirement? Like that old cop in, in all the, the buddy cop movies, I'm 10 days away from retirement. No, I think he wants to go out there and win this race just like he wants to go out and win every race that, from now to the end of the year. He hasn't got one yet this year. He did race to win always, Phoenix. Phoenix is his home. He's won Daytona before. I just, I don't know. When he was, what, 22? When he beat Mark, when he stole that win from Mark Martin? <laughs> hey, uh, that is one of the best finishes in history. Yeah, but the no, that was oh, I could get so pissed about that race. That was March five hundred. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I probably don't even remember that race. I, don't oh, know I was, I was, was. can see the fucking picture in my head. <laughs> I was pissed that uh, you could even at a young age, whatever age I was, so twenty, I was eleven. Uh, I I knew the history and that the fact that Mark Martin, you know, would have been a hell of a story had he won that race and he did not. And I was pissed and I've been pissed about it ever since. I see the highlight. I get pissed. Just, just, oh, dude, I've got the picture burning in my head. Like, a you could just traumatic. see the cars side by side looking down at the start finish line. That's all Mason can see right now. Yeah. That, mm. Man, I'm I'm gonna so <laughs> visibly getting angry. Yeah, he's he's fuming in the airport right now, folks. He's gonna start smoking. He's gonna become a safety hazard. Um, give me so a guy <laughs> that I think is probably one of the safest picks at a uh at not only just a, a play track. I mean, anywhere that he's good and in and potentially in contention. I feel like he he's typically one to uh, keep his car clean, be there at the end. Um, and a guy that's done it before. Give me Eric Jones for a top five. Uh, I think that he'll be one that's going to be methodical. He'll be there at the end. And uh, I think that if he doesn't have a shot to win it, I think that a top five would go a long way for him and his team. And, um, you know, I, I, it, it, 
Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. I have no idea what I'm talking about. That's probably the case. But uh, I think Eric Jones runs up front a lot at these tracks. So I feel good about it. Eric Jones, top five. And then for a top 10, um, man, give me. I'm assuming that Stenhouse doesn't have good odds because uh, Stenhouse is obviously the, the winner of the race the last time they were here. Um, give me, give me Priest. Give me Priest. Priest Lightning. That worked the last time out. Got to go back to the well, like I mentioned. Um, you know, anything to get pick up a fucking win this weekend. Uh, give me Priest for a top 10. Give, a, give me another friend on the graphic. It worked really well last week. So, so hey, that, worth noting, Eric Jones is was your 2018 winner of this event. So that that gives some credence to your pick. Um, also, keep in mind we're probably going to be starting based on NASCAR's metric because the last four July races or July slash August race they did not get to qualify. So, bank on starting positions being uh, determined by a math equation. I still feel halfway all right about that. And uh, and, uh, so so we'll lock in those picks. You'll see them, obviously, on the graphic. Hopefully this audio has been all right. But we do have quite a big event coming up that a lot of our listeners are going to be either at or watching on Racing America. The uh, the Oxford 250, this is a good time for us to uh, give give our picks, but uh, also a good time to promote uh, not only Scott Fowler, who will be here, I'm sure. Um, Looking forward to seeing Scott. Uh, I think the Scott Fowler lock of the week is probably Austin Hill doing good, um, goodly. But um, the uh, the 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 fact that uh, I don't know. So basically, the Ox Two Fifties in town, biggest event of the year. Mike Rainville hosts this race pool, right? And unfortunately, my Facebook post did not get any traction. Anyone that's listening out there, uh, go back and search it, and uh, or just go back yesterday, uh, Wednesday at, at the time of this recording, and just share it. Um, and uh, just it's it's trying to get traction so that people can get paid out more money, right? And it's unlimited entries. The uh, there's two stipulations. He always does stipulations, right? So he, he has it so that you can you have to pick five drivers and you can only pick one of uh, Cole Butcher, uh, Derek Griffith. Who else is on there? Fucking Kurt Gary. Bye, Pollard. No, Bubba Pollard was taken off because Bubba I can pull Pollard, it up right now. I'm pulling Bubba it up Pollard right now. Pollard showing up is is uh, up in the air as well. Um, fuck, who is it? This is going to be so. This is it was be... Cole Butcher, Max Cookson, Max Curtis Cookson, Gary, Jesus Christ, and Derek Griffith. And the second stipulation is that you can only pick one person with the last name Clark, given that there is Johnny Clark in the 54 and Cassius Clark in the 13. That's how that's how fucking fried my brain is right now from not only the high noons and no dinner, but also the fact that it's fucking. Yo, what's up? Ice Cube. Oh, shit. Well, white people. Um, Run. Yeah, they're white. And black. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Mason, Mason's in the zoo that is an airport right now in Baltimore. But uh, no, so oh, I just almost did a cancel. <laughs> and we got we got fire and rescue over here at GA11. Well, you started you started smoking, uh, thinking about fucking whoever you were thinking about a second ago. But so the stipulations, right, that we just mentioned, you can like like it pretty straightforward. Just go look at the Google Doc, and I cannot believe I forgot Max Cookson because that is my first pick in the Mike Rainville race pool. I'm just gonna rattle off my five right now because I can do that. I think I've come around. Max Cookson, out of those guys that you picked from, 
you got to go with Max Cookson. I think he's the favorite. If you want him in your lineups, you're going to have to take him, and you can't take the other guys, unfortunately, now because of it, which sucks because I want to take all of them. But Max Cookson is my number one pick. The Clark provision, like Reagan mentioned, Johnny Clark or Cassius Clark. Give me Johnny Clark. So Max Cookson, Johnny Clark. I am very, for no reason, high on Eddie McDonald this year. I think... I think that that lady needs to shut the fuck up first and foremost. Second, <laughs> second, I think that uh, Eddie McDonald is uh, he's one of the best when it comes to yeah, the long distance races. And he finished on the podium last year. So give me Max Cookson, Johnny Clark, Eddie McDonald and Joey DeWiron. Another guy that is absolutely all over the top 10 when it comes to the recent history of this race. Joey DeWiron is fucking just unbelievable when it comes to the auction 250 it comes to just racing in general the guys the man uh give me what am i at three give me no four One give me more. dj give me give me dj shaw dj shaw another guy that's really good at the long distance races and a guy that has come around slowly but surely at the beginning of this year he did not look that great at oxford he looks good now give me dj shaw so that's my five right now for the mike rainbow race. i don't i always i always like to do one before practice rolls just so that I can see uh, how much practice makes me think of, or makes me look like a fucking idiot. So Max Cookson, Johnny Clark, Eddie McDonald, Joey DeWire, and DJ Shaw. That's my first lineup, and uh, we'll we'll see how bad that is come uh, come Sunday. So I'm pretty similar with you when it comes to the who I think I'm going to pick of that group of the people that you're allowed to with Max Cookson. After there, my entry is a lot different. I don't know how you can skip over Austin Terrace, how good he's been there the past couple of races that they've had, picking up two wins, maybe three. I think it was two. And I don't know how you can skip over Jeff Taylor. I mean, Jeff Taylor finished 12th last year. That's not a bad pick. He's always in contention. He's always going to be in contention. Austin Terrace. Is it what? is last year the year that he pitted, like he gave himself a penalty and pitted by himself? Or was that the year before? Oh, that was, I think that that was three years ago because there was a year mixed in where he didn't make the race. I think he was running poorly in his heat race and he just pulled off, loaded up and went home because he's a savage. Yeah. An absolute savage. But, um, no, I, Austin Terrace was definitely on the radar. Definitely a guy that I'm looking out for, but. You know, when it comes to when it comes to winning the Oxford 250, I mean, he's done obviously really good in this year's pass races, but the Oxford 250 is obviously 100 laps longer than most of these races. So um, we'll see. I, I would love to see Austin win the race. I'd love to see him in victory lane, obviously. But, uh, you know, he's not on he's just not on entry number one. I can tell you yeah. that I'm going to have a lot more than just one entry. If uh, if Austin's motor can hold together, I think he'll be right up there. They've, I, they've had a lot of problems with uh breaking but uh i, I think other I think, than that uh, i like your entry i like joey dwyer and i've changed tires for him for the past like four or five years now i think i'll be up there again doing the same thing so we've always been good i like that pick um, mason do you have any any anybody you're looking at or anybody you're thinking about making an entry about i know this is your first time coming up here so yeah, I'm the outsider looking in. I need to do because I'm definitely gonna do this. And yeah, and let's, you need let's some practice out, research, right? <laughs> let's point out we could have had a bad ass live show at the pit stop or the the crash pad tomorrow if somebody wasn't going to look at a photograph in Bangor. Um, I'll tell you what, you're never gonna two of us that are going to look at that photograph. 
you're, you're never going to be able to get a live show over there because not only is it going to be too loud and too rowdy, but also everyone's going to be too hammered and I'm going to have to cut out everything that they said the next day yeah. instead of fucking drinking especially, with all my friends. So. Especially Reagan. Um, wow. As, <laughs> as the Southerner coming up, the outsider looking in, I want to be a little different, but I'm going to have some similars. I'm going to start out of the list. I'm going to start with a DG12 because it's my boy. I got to pull for a dirt. Nets would be he's, he's 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 on he's on there. I mean, unless you if can't pick them, both, you yeah, can't pick like, both. Nets Nets in my like of, of that list would uh-huh. be if I could you know because I do love I do love a cold butcher the Canadian destroyer. I'm making that name stick. Um, but for the Nets four, I'll try to mix it up a little bit. I like an Austin Terrace. I like uh, a guy that's come down south and raced a bit. I like a Mike Hopkins. And then the Nets another two, think, solid pick. These are pits that it's it's banner bust. If they do, if they get in and they do well, it's going to be pits that not a lot of people have. So it would up my percentage. Um, but a little off the reservation with a Ryan Coon and a Kate Ray. Both, I think both. I think a lot of people are going to overlook them for the pool. I think Ryan Kuhn would be a really good pick. He's bringing his distance car up there. They've always had way more success with the distance car than when they bring the Fury. Uh, Kate Ray, even this year, has stepped it up a lot. If she makes it in, I'm sure it just rides around and passes cars and is there at the end of the race. I'm sure she'll be up there for a top 10. Like, those aren't both those. I'm pretty okay with it. The biggest part or the biggest problem with this race is just making it. Like, yeah, there's going to be over 20 cars, almost 30 cars to get sent home, I think. Maybe even more or less. I don't know. It's kind of like Martinsville is now. Like, it's not like Martinsville used to be the day back in the day for us when we had 120 cars showing up. But, you know, you've got what, – what's the lock-in on qualifying? Is it like a top 20 or is it – No, so it's heat races. Heat races. All, all heat. All okay. heat races. Sunday morning, to explain it, Sunday morning, everybody goes out on the front straightaway and – in order of the entry list is how they draw for their starting spot for the heat race. Oh, fantastic. And then from I'm in, there, I'm in love. from there, they heat race. I want to say they take the top four or five from each heat race. And then it just straight up as they go. So if you pull the one ship, you're on the pole first heat race. You win that you're on the pole for the two fifty, And then it works its way down from there. So everything is all straight up from how you finish in your heat races. And then to the Concies. And then the LCQ or the, or the B main or whatever it is. Well, just for the record, for anyone listening that's in the race, I always draw low low numbers. So I will be for hire if I'm sober <laughs> come Sunday morning. We'll see. But I know, I know last time I drew was at Montgomery for Geo, and I drew a two when we didn't want a two. So... <laughs> I could uh, I could be somebody's good luck. Who knows? I, I don't know if you had uh, 70 chips in that bag that you drew out of, but... Uh, yeah, I, I drew, <laughs> there's a lot to pick from. I think we had I, 30. I, I drew one time, and it was for Mike Hopkins, and I think I drew like a 47, and he didn't end up making the race. Um, ended up having some problems in his heat race. Was not a good draw at all. He did invite us to go do it again, but uh, Mike Hopkins is a good pick. I actually, uh, for my last spot, I did have the top four locked in, right? Max Cooks and Johnny Clark. Um, tra- or, uh, sorry, not Travis Benjamin. Jesus, Eddie McDonald and Joey Dwyron. And then I was between Travis Benjamin, DJ Shaw, and Eddie McDonald. I was like, which one of those guys do I want? 
Um, and I just feel good. I feel like DJ is just a sleeper, not a sleeper really per se, but uh, I feel like he's been getting better and better. And I think it'll be a, he'll be a top 10 car regardless. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Oxford 250. I'm already here. Uh, there is, there's dirt bikes riding around. There's people starting to fire out to the right of my camper. And I got in here. I'm going to let those people figure out. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let that person figure out what's going on with the, uh, who's boarding where, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is obviously, uh, this has been a, uh, I actually think this has gone significantly better than the year. Uh, because I am going off of my hotspot, which has one bar of like LTE up at the Oxford parking lot. So um, I think that for the most part, you've got everything that we've said. I will do a little bit of uh, clipping here and there potentially. But uh, I got to Oxford, no joke, five minutes before we started recording. And my camper was not even there was no slide out pulled out. There was no awning put out. There was nothing. So I just moved some shit off the chair that I was sitting in and uh, jumped on board. So uh, hopefully this is a, this is an all right little audio program, but uh, like I mentioned, uh, this is Oxford 250 week, um, and uh, you know obviously we're all going to be in the same spot, so that's going to be fun. Maybe we'll do a little bit of a uh, little bit of playbook content on BFP for uh, you know the the uh, m- m- we'll we'll put a little bit of stakes on the line. We got a spinny wheel, so maybe we'll put our our favorites. I think that there's six spots, so we'll each pick what two favorites, and uh, you know we'll spin the wheel, and whoever. Whoever get like whatever it lands on the driver is that's the driver you get and uh, we got to put a little bit of money on them no matter if they were our pick or not something like that I don't know we'll figure it out that was just me thinking on can the we do a little like a, box. yeah a little ACT pass combo between the two races Saturday Sunday yeah give me the o give me the O three MA to go there and stomp them at Oxford like always Tom Carey's not going to be there this weekend with the five to defend his Oxford win so with that being said I think. Well, um, we can pick. Oh, we can pick the, what position Bobby's gonna finish. Uh, probably second because he likes finishing second. Well, that's never a bad thing. Well, I mean, maybe in the automobiles, but in the sack, that's never a bad thing. Um, but yeah, this is this has been. Uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that we've even gotten this far. I'm surprised that uh, we've even had this audio even work for even a split second. So I'm kind of afraid that it's not going to upload or not going to save. So um, I'm Brad. Mason's on the other end, and so is Reagan. And uh, I think the Scott Fowler lock of the week should be that Austin Hill will lead at least one lap of the Xfinity Series race. Sounds good to me, and we will see you guys at the cash counter.